Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast once again. Thank you for giving me your time week after week. I'm so honored to be able to speak behind the microphone, share my experience, my knowledge, uh, and some strategies and tactics to help you along in your eventrepreneur uh, journey. So today I want to talk about these commonly asked questions. Should I have packages for my services? Should I publish packages on my website? So there are pros and cons for having packages, number one. And also there's pros and cons for publishing your packages on the website. So for myself, and I'm not saying that my way is the only way or the right way, I don't do packages because every single client is different. So in your head, you have an idea what are the services that you want to provide and you can provide. So how I go about doing it is I talk to, a, I talk to my potential client and find out what they want. Now, the reason why a lot of people wants to have packages is so they know how to price themselves, right? So they know what to quote, how much to quote someone when someone asks, or oh, how much does it cost if I want to do this? So you already have an idea how much to quote. So that's, that's one way of thinking about it. So how I do, how I make my packages, I'm going to put air quotes, is I ask, I ask my potential client, what do they want, right? What are the challenges? Okay, what are the challenges that they are trying to solve? What do they need help with in their event? So once I speak with them, understand a little bit more about their vision for the event and what is the experience that they're trying to achieve and what are the challenges that they're facing that is hindering them from getting the end goal of the final vision of the event. Once I understand what they need, I have a pretty good idea what I need to be doing for them, how I can help them. And that, to put it down more in a um, clearer form, if they say that they, they need help in putting together a wedding budget, they need help in finding a venue, they don't know how to find a venue, they don't know how to read a venue's contract, they need help in finding vendors, they need help in putting together a, um, a sitting chart, right? And they need help with the day of coordinating. Okay, so all those things are specific tasks. So what do I do? How do I know how much to quote them? Well, what I do is I have a pretty good idea what are the responsibilities that I need to be taking, that I need to be um, carrying out. Okay, what are, the, what are the tasks I need to be carrying out to help them solve all these challenges? And I also have a, an idea how long it's going to take me to do each of these tasks. So 
this is a commonly asked question. How, how do I know how many hours it's going to take me to do certain things? It comes with experience. That's why I say it's so important that you need to lock down your hours. You need to lock your hours every time, especially when you're new in the industry, okay? So if you're starting new, you need to know how long it takes for you to do a task. So the same task will not take as long once you master how to do it. So the first few times, maybe doing a wedding budget is going to take you five hours because you don't know how much things cost. But then the next time you're going to do a wedding budget, it's going to take you three hours because you already have gotten prizes from the commonly used vendors. So you don't, the second time, you don't have to be calling these people to get the price. So you have a ballpark figure. So it's going to start taking you five hours the second time. It's going to take you three hours. And then the third time, it's going to take you two hours. So, so on and so forth. So the more you do that same task, the faster you're going to be able to uh, complete that task. So... So what I did inside my Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Mentorship Program for event planners is I put together a cheat sheet of the commonly uh, action tasks that you will be doing when you're planning an event A to Z, regardless whether it's a social event or a corporate event. I put together a list of the commonly um, tasks that the common tasks that you are doing when you're planning an event from the very beginning to the end. Every single task, I put down an approximate time frame that you will need to budget when you're quoting your fee. So for newbies, when they're inside my program, that, that cheat sheet is godsend. Because every time when they talk to a client, they don't know how much to charge. So they reference to that cheat sheet and they will look at their experience level and then they will take that time frame that duration that it takes to do a task and use that as a benchmark. And then they calculate how many hours it's going to take them to plan that event. So once the client tells me what they need, I already have an idea how long it's going to take for me to plan this whole event. So if my hourly rate is $200 an hour and it takes me 10 hours to plan the event, that's $2,000. So their package, air quote again, is $2,000. And what does the package include? Whatever they say they need me to do. And I put down $2,000. That's how much it's going to cost to for me to, to plan their event. And, and if they require um, items, right? Rental items. And I don't own inventory. How do I quote them? So I just quote them how much the rental item costs plus my fee. So that's my air quote package. Now, for those of you who wants to put a package together, why do I discourage that? Because when you present a package to your potential client without first understanding what they need, okay, you present your preset package, package A, package B, package C, okay, pack, oh, the, the, the diamond package, the sapphire package, the platinum package, whatever you want to call it. And then you present them the packages without first really understanding what they need. They just give you general guidelines. Oh, I have a baby shower. You know, I wonder if you can help me plan. They say, oh, okay, here you go. Here's my package for baby showers. And then they look at those packages and then they see that they want the most expensive package. But then there's certain things that inside the most expensive package that they feel that they can do it themselves, like sourcing of caterers. Okay. So this sourcing of venue or sourcing of caterers. And they say, you know what? I already have a venue and my uncle is going to provide the food. Oh, I have a friend who's going to provide the food. Can you take that out and lower the price for the package? Now, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to let them pick and choose. And then they're going to say, oh, you know, your lower price package. Oh, there's this particular uh, responsibility. I, I need help 
with because I don't have anybody to help me. Um, can you just take out take out those two um, that I don't need from the most expensive package and then take take the one from the lowest end package and put it in and then maybe give me a little bit of a discount because I'm taking out two things and you're giving me one thing. So just give me a little bit of a discount from the most expensive package. So I don't need to elaborate more. Do you, you understand where I'm going, right? That the, you just make, you just let them create their own trail mix. Okay, let me take something from here, take something from there, take out something from here. Then you go away and see how much it costs, <laughs> right? We're not making a trail mix back here. We're trying to put together something that we can truly help our clients. So when you do a package, you're shortchanging yourself and you're opening doors, the can of worms, to have price objection. To have clients telling you, your potential client telling you, I don't need this, I need that. Can you just take out some and add this in and give me a discount? Do you want that? No. Now, answering the question about the website. Should you put your package on the website? Okay. If you put your package on the website, you have the same problem, right? And you put the pricing. You have the same problem, right? People will look at the website and say, oh, I want this. I want that. Take out this. Take out that. Give me a discount. And also, when they see your website and they look at the price of your package, you are not even giving your potential client an opportunity to speak with you. If let's say for me, okay, um, there's one advantage of putting your packages or your starting price on your website. What's the reason why people do that? It's because they want to deter those people who don't have the budget to begin with to not contact them. So they don't waste time talking to that leads, okay? They don't waste time talking to people who have champagne taste, beer budget. That's why they put that price. However, okay, I never believe in a price objection. I believe in a urgency objection and truly understanding what your client needs, okay? Because many times I've spoken to potential clients, they told me that the budget is this much. And then after I've spoken with me, their budget increased 10 times and they're always able to find the money. So if unless your website is doing such a great job that you're able to align your price that you put on your website for your package or your fees and whatever they're seeing on the website, they can identify your value without even talking to you. They can identify your value. They can identify or have this perception that you actually cost that much based on your package price. Then you hit a slam dunk, okay? That means people who call, they, they immediately know that, oh, you're worth that price. That's why you put that price because your website communicates a certain value, dollar value, that everything is super, super high end. But if your website is sloppy, and you have bad photos, you don't have anything that tells people that you are worth this much and then you put your package and you put a price that they don't understand why they need to pay you that much, then you're already deterring people from getting on a phone with you. That's why there's pros and cons on having your website on your, on your, um, your package on your website and putting the price because you're not giving yourself the opportunity to inspire, to educate, Okay, to inspire, educate, and guide your potential client to make a, a wise decision whether they should work with you or not to work with you. So you can always put a starting price. But if you want to put a starting price, make sure you don't put your lowest price because when they come on and talk to you and then they say, oh, this is what I like to do. And then you say, oh, okay. And then you quote them a higher price. Guess what? They will say, but you say your starting price is this. They will, then they will start asking you, so for this starting price, 
what do I get? And then you, there you go into this haggling situation. So that's my thoughts about publishing your packages on your website with prices and if you should have packages. So I hope this gives you some, some um, clarity on what you need to do next. You know, again, my way is not always the right way and it's not the only way, but that's how I do my business. And that's how I always create multiple six-figure profit for my event planning business. Same thing for my coaching business. I don't haggle. So I listen, I understand what is needed for me to do that I can truly help my potential client. And then I look at how, how long it's going to take for me to do that job. I multiply that by my hourly rate and I tell them how much it costs. It's not one size fits all, okay? When you go the other route, you're opening up a can of worms for people to haggle, to, to take this out, put this in and give me a discount, all right? And on your website, if you want to put a price, make sure that whatever perception that you're giving out, it matches the price that you're publishing, okay? So I hope today's session gives you some idea of what you need to do next when you're creating your package or so-called package. I'm putting air quotes. And uh, hopefully it gives you some clarity on what you need to be saying to your potential client next time you speak with them and knowing how to quote. Talk to you again next week. Don't forget to leave us a review, give us a rating, share our podcast if you feel that this podcast is able to help your fellow event planners. Thank you. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.